Hey, I'm Don Amaro, and this is Through the Fire, a podcast about overcoming adversity, reframing misfortune, and celebrating courage. On this show, you're going to meet some really incredible people who have been through some heavy stuff, but they've come through the other side. And the hope is that you're encouraged and inspired by the words that you hear. My guest today is a multi-instrumentalist and R&B musician from Tatasquayak Cree Nation, or Split Lake as it's better known. And, fun fact, I produced some of their early work back in the day. Sebastian Gaskin joins me today on Through the Fire. Sebastian Gaskin, how you doing, my friend? I'm doing well, Don. Good to see you. So good to have you here. I'm trying to think of, of where, where we began. Our, the, the Don and Meryl Sebastian story began. Yeah, man. Do you remember? Gosh, that must have been... 2000 and what? 2011? No. Around there? 2012. I, was, I think I was in 10th grade. Okay. Going to Children of the Earth High School. And yes. I believe yeah. you were doing a, uh, a workshop there. Yeah. For, for guitar and songwriting. Yeah. And nobody cared except for you. I was the only, I was the only guy. I was the only guy that came to your class. <laughs> there, was, there was a few, but I, I really, I sensed right away, I, I could see this passion. And, and I, I'm talking as if like I'm the one who created you, but I, I did not. But I, <laughs> but I sensed, I sensed right away that you had this, this gift that was like, I, I, early, yeah, I just, I felt that you, there was something that was going to happen for you in the music world. And so uh, I, if I remember correctly, I, you came to me or I said to you, I said, hey, if you want to record this, like I'm happy to help you do it. And yeah, at uh, at your old church there yeah. on St. Mary's. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. still go there. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. I still remember the song uh, we recorded there. I think it was called uh, "Be Be Who You Want to Be." Be who you want to be. Oh. Yeah. Do you still have it? Do you still have that recording Probably somewhere? on some old hard, <laughs> hard drive somewhere. But that's and I love that that that's where the beginning. And I love seeing you emerge in the last. I'm, three or four years, I'd say. Like, I've really kind of seen the Sebastian Gaskin story kind of explode mm-hmm. across the country. And it's been really cool to kind of feel like I I was, I got to be a small piece of that puzzle maybe for you. And, totally. Uh, yeah, it's really yeah, cool. yeah, I feel you definitely gave me, like, that spark very early on, mm. you know. Like, maybe even before I knew I had it. Mm. Well, I I don't go around telling everybody. Yeah, I did that. I just, just want to be clear because I just think, yeah, you, yeah. You, you have all these gifts in your own right, regardless of what I was saying. But I just, I wanted to hopefully give you that encouragement to kind of do it. And it's so cool to see you doing it, you know? Mm. I love that for sure. I'm really out here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, born in Thompson, raised in Tatasquack Cree Nation. Correct. Yeah. Uh, also known as Split Lake to yeah. some. Well, yeah. is, there, is there a preferred term there? Do people uh, I there think say? Most, most people call it TCN. TCN? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the Tashkrat Cree Nation. Um, okay. And yeah. the Split Lake, is that the, the same place? Yeah, it's the same place. So Split Lake is, so it's located on the Nelson River. Okay. Um, generally on like the widest point of the river. Okay. So it's like pretty much as wide as the lake, which is why they call okay. it Split Lake. There's okay. There's a, a little peninsula where... Um, we all sort of settled on the reserve. So the people of TCN are they offended by the term Split Lake, or, or is it? Oh no, accepted. No, no, okay. it's kind of yeah, okay. either or. Either or. Yeah. And then you moved down to Winnipeg uh, for high school. That's right. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, really thankful that my mother did that for me at that age because you know starting to fall into 
you know, bad behaviors, um, hanging out with the wrong crowds. Mm. You know, I was always one to hang out with the older kids and mm. you know try to do what they were doing, try to you know be cool. You know, yeah, that, yeah, that whole thing. But and then, is it, you, did your mom make the move down here for you, knowing that you needed the the school down here and the system down here in some definitely way? Definitely. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very grateful for her, for uh, all that she's done for me. And you've been called. One of the phrases I saw when I was looking, looking up some of your stuff was the, uh, kind of a mix between F- Frank Ocean and Post Malone. What, do you accept that? Yeah, sure. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I love both of those artists. So, yeah, yeah I'm not going to fight against that. Yeah, Frank Ocean is definitely a, a big influence for me. Okay. And and if somebody was to say like Sebastian, what's your style? Do you would you R and B? Is that kind of where you kind of rest, or is it kind of a little bit all over? Yeah, I mean, well, this record I've been working on has definitely been more centered around soul music, uh, R and B, with you know, um, I'm listening to a lot of uh, Baptist gospel uh, the past Interesting. few years. I've I've I found comfort in that music, and so. That's really cool. Um, yeah, there's definitely a lot of those sort of chord progressions and uh, influences throughout the album. Were you at the Blind Boys of Alabama concert the other day? Did God, you make it? No, I did not. <laughs> <laughs> it's, an early, it's an early one. Yeah. <laughs> no, I did not make it to that one, unfortunately. Sebastian was just at Winnipeg Folk Festival, and uh, they had the Blind Boys of Alabama as well. And uh, But that's the early Sunday morning set, and if you're not... Up early Sunday morning, you're gonna miss it. Yeah, we were doing the the 1 p.m. Express. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Um, I was gonna ask you, you know, being being an indigenous person, um, do you think that's influenced your music career up till now? Is it, you think it's kind of you speak into that, or is, or do you just find yourself an artist who happens to be indigenous? Do you do you, do you bring them both together in, in your in your process of being a creator? Yeah, I'd say so. Um, I mean, as unfortunate as it is, I feel like a lot of the gigs I got early on were because I was indigenous, you know. Right. Were because maybe these festivals are trying to fill like a diversity quota, but that's a whole other conversation. But um, yeah, these new tunes I've been working on are definitely, like I've sort of incorporated um, hand drum sort of chants Mm. mixed in with like R&B vocal runs and stuff like that right. so yeah I feel like early, like earlier on in my career I kind of shied away from it a little bit mm-hmm. um, but yeah at this point where I'm at now I feel like I am a lot more comfortable incorporating my indigeneity if you will mm-hmm. into uh, my music and yeah my branding and so do you feel like now, because I know what you're saying about sort of the filling the quotas sometimes of these festivals needing to kind of have a certain amount of indigenous content or diverse content. Um, do you feel like that's changing for you? I would say so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, things are kind of a little up in the air right now because we haven't really been putting out any music. So yeah. I've just kind of been getting, you know, maybe one or two gigs a month, you know, kind of mm-hmm. keeping the bills paid. And, um, but... Yeah, I definitely feel there's been a, a shift in the music industry and the gig landscape over mm-hmm. the past little while. Right. 
So, so you started seeing not not just individuals like your, you, you or myself, like as indigenous artists, but, but going, these are great artists that we need to have at our festivals. Exactly. I think that's what we're trying to get to that status of, of being beyond just filling that quota. 100%. Yeah. 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 And like, you have artists like Kaylee Cardinal, mm -hmm. like like yourself. Digging Roots. Is yeah, Digging there? Roots. Oh, man. I j yeah. actually just saw Digging Roots in uh, Ottawa for uh, Ottawa Jazz Festival. And oh, man, they just killed it. Do you know, I'm gonna, I'm, I might say the name wrong, uh, one of their, their label partners, uh, Asenabi? Asenabi? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we, uh, we met in Toronto over uh, at the Junos. And so, yeah, we got to know each other quite a bit. Did you have, did you get a chance to hear Asanabi? Yeah, such a crazy voice that guy has. In, in, incredible, Powerful, yeah. Powerful, yeah. moving. Very much so, yeah. yeah. There's a lot of things that uh, we can talk about, but because this is called Through the Fire, I want to know from you and your words and in your experiences, whether it's personal or whether it's in your career, is there something that you would describe as sort of being in the fire for yourself that you kind of have moved through? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, like, as I'm sure a lot of other artists have gone through, like, depression, anxiety, you know, that's sort of an ongoing thing that, you know, I, you know, I work through with music and very thankful that I have that sort of outlet because um, I've unfortunately lost a lot of friends, you know, over the mm -hmm. past five, six years to suicide and overdoses and you know so I'm thankful that I've been able to process my emotions mm. by way of songwriting um, you know and I've recently been diagnosed with something called HS which is HS. not something a lot of people know about mm. it's uh, it affects about 8% of the male population generally mm. it affects females more than males Mm. So HS stands for hydrogenitis supertiva. Um, mm. Basically, it just you know causes. I won't get into like the gritty details, but it can be quite painful through times. Mm. Uh, so yeah, what, kinda, what is it affecting like like the entire body? Is it the mind or is it? Yeah, well, it's uh, it's uh, a disorder of the skin. Oh, okay. So and you know, we're gonna come right back with Sebastian Gaskin in just a minute. Do, did, will, the Story of People podcast is now available on the Cryer Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks, Undercurrent Podcast at NBC Sports. Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice and the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holowaty from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Cryer Media Network. Have you ever thought, I'd love to have a podcast just like this one? Well, I can help. My name is Matt Kundal, and everyone at my company, the Sound Off Podcast Network, had a hand in making this show. 
Whether it was about the sound, the discoverability, or that you're just enjoying the show, we are all about the detail. If you think you have a podcast in you, reach out to me via email, matt at soundoff.network. Or check out the website and become one of the great podcasts we work with at soundoff.network. Now back here with Sebastian Gaskin. Some days can be very painful, so... When, when did you find this out? Uh, just last year, I was officially diagnosed, but I've, mm. you know, been living with it, you know, my whole life without actually knowing what it was, mm. you know. And to finally have that diagnosis was like, oh, okay, you know, and so... Is there things that they can do to mitigate or help minimize the the effects of it or, can, or that you can do to help? Yeah, so I've, I've had to change my diet quite a bit, you okay. know, so a lot of triggering foods can be like things like nightshades, potatoes, tomatoes, okay. peppers, basically everything I used to eat. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> everything worth eating. Right, you okay. Know, I got it's to gone. cut back. On, uh, okay. You know, and uh, there's very little research on this uh, disorder. Right. So, um, you know, I'd like to, you know, bring a little light on, on the subject mm. and hopefully, you know, other people out there who also have this can maybe mm. feel a little less alone. Mm. Interesting. Um, when you talk about also depression, which is obviously a big one that a lot of people have um, had to sort through, and I, I think I, I, I venture to guess, and I'm not, there's no science or numbers behind my guesses here, but m- most of us at some point in time have dealt with it you know, on some level, you know, whether you're yeah. going through loss or, or some sort of tragedy in your life or, or just, just something going on, you know, in some ways in, in, your, in, in your mind where you're, you're dealing with these things and. Um, so you yourself have dealt with some of these the, the, the heavy, heavy-hearted depression kind of moments in your yeah, absolutely. Your, your yeah, I mean, it's kind of wild to think you know, like the entire world kind of went through a shared traumatic experience, mm-hmm. you know, and are still suffering the lingering effects of that. And I feel like it's brought us closer mm. as, you know, within our communities. And yeah, it's just something we need to work through. It's hard to put a finger on what you need to do to get through it, but you know, mm. you gotta try. So what did, what, did, what do you do? I mean, you said you, you write music, you play music, that's a big outlet for you. Yeah. Is there something else that you do in your life that helps you kind of sort through those, those hard moments? Yeah, I like... You seem like a real you know, social person, too, by the way. I, I, I see on social media, you're always you got a circle of friends around you and people that are kind of, like, supporting each other, it seems like, to me. Totally, yeah. I definitely rely on my inner circle a lot. Whenever, you know, I'm having a particularly heavy day, you know, I call up a couple of my boys, you know, come over, shoot the... Can I swear on you? You can say it, too. Okay, it. shoot the shit, <laughs> you know? <laughs> we'll cut uh, yeah, <laughs> we'll put a little beep. No, but uh, yeah, having that inner circle to 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 lean on yeah. is definitely very important to me. To yeah. Tasquack Cree Nation, have you been back a number, a number of times over the years? Or it's kind of sad to say, but um, I've really only been back for funerals. Oh, um, that is heavy. Yeah, uh, pretty much ever since my grandparents died, it doesn't really feel like home anymore. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but, yeah. Um, yeah, but I try to, you know, it's nice, it's beautiful in the summertime. I definitely love to go for a visit, you know, 
go for a boat ride mm. or you know go hunting in the fall time get some some more of that moose meat <laughs> <laughs> so i know there's some young uh indigenous eyes uh not just indigenous eyes young eyes all around on you watching what you're doing uh and is there any anything you'd want to share with uh with sort of that group the group that's kind of kind of watching you and kind of going how do i do what sebastian's doing is there something you would share to sort of words yeah. of wisdom there we're touching on the topic of depression uh the this quote comes to mind this too shall pass mm. so if you're going to do anything just hold on hmm that's really interesting because you're the second person today that said that to me no kidding yeah yeah about sort of when, you, when you're going through it understanding that it's not going to be forever exactly this pain that we feel this this burning that we feel i i i reminded of one of my own songs do my shameless plug here uh, i've got a song where I, i talk about uh you know we all go through this the fire it's called refined uh and and it's um about uh you know we're not always going to be in that place but when we get to the other side of it we're stronger exactly and i think essentially that's really what the heartbeat of this whole show is is just kind of like saying like these things don't define us forever but they may define our future in terms of getting through it totally and, yeah yeah the way we approach certain situations the decisions that we make you know are all affected by the things we've been through whether it's traumatic experiences whether it's beautiful experiences you know mm-hmm. so for you when you're in those moments are you know your songs friends um It's hard because I think sometimes sometimes people don't have those not everybody can be a singer songwriter. Mm-hmm. You know, not everybody maybe has that circle of friends close by and I'm saying this because I feel like there are some people who feel completely alone in the midst of hardships and turmoil. What totally. is it that caused you to believe so much in in yourself to say I can do this? I I often say I have to say oh, I had the audacity to believe I could make it. Yeah, yeah. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> I love that actually. Yeah. Yeah, I was um just listening to a podcast recently um I can't remember who it was but they were talking about working with uh rappers like ASAP Rocky, Joey Badass and Snoop Dogg and the one thing they all had in common was the audacity <laughs> to believe that they were that guy Mm. You know, they were put here to do this one thing mm. and that's what they're going to do. Interesting. So no you, I'm what. like Snoop Dogg. Literally. You're like Snoop Dogg. Yeah, we're all Snoop Dogg. <laughs> <laughs> that's so cool. Yeah, and I and I get I get that sense from you is like there's because for me again, I feel like like I'm fanboying here because I've watched you grow from that kid in grade 10 to now and seeing what you're doing and and again I love I love seeing this trajectory you're on and and knowing that you're on this path that I think as long as you stay true to yourself mm-hmm. and just keep keep digging in the way that you're doing it I can't but feel like you're going to be so successful because I we were we were, we were jamming to your stuff here before you got here we were, we were hedging music on <laughs> so yeah. we all we all love what you're doing thank you yeah. man I really appreciate that and on that note I wanted to bring up this last little bit of accolades you see you won the Western Canadian Music Award in 2021 yep you won the uh, Kevin Walters Award You won the 20, you were part of the 2021 Juno Masterclass. Yep. And you got a record deal with Red Music Rising. That's right. You're doing lots of good things, man. man. How's that feel? Dude. 
It's unreal. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like you dream about doing the thing for so long and then you're doing the thing and you kind of got to remind yourself you're doing the thing. Yeah. You know. You're doing the thing. Yeah, I'm I'm really out here, baby. Yeah, yeah. And and <laughs> I think, you know, like you're you're paving the way for a group coming up behind you, mm. you know, already they're hot on your heels, man. Yeah, you know, and, and I, I, you know, the people I've, I've never been threatened by the generation coming up behind me. I've never yeah. thought that way. I've always thought like, if whatever I can do paves the way for them, and makes the road a little less rough for exactly. them, that's what I want to do. You know, I hope I hope the the kids behind me do it a hundred times, a thousand times bigger than what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why we're doing it. We're opening those doors. You know, and doing it in a good way. I'm glad you opened this door and came in here today, man. Man, yeah, so lovely to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for listening to Through the Fire, a podcast about how we overcome adversity, reframe misfortune, and celebrate courage. By the way, my next guest is rising Canadian country artist Jade Turner, a proud member of the Missipoistic Cree Nation who will share her mental health journey. As I always say, it takes a village to run things here at Through the Fire, and I want to thank my village, executive producer Sarah Burke, administrators Lori Brown and Alan Grayeyes, video and audio design by Chris Godry and his team at 44 Films, Feisty Creative for their design work, social media support by Johnson Design Company, and last but far from least, I want to thank our technical producers, Matt Kundal and Evan Serminski from the Sound Off Media Company. I look forward to sharing more great conversations just like this one on the next Through the Fire. You see the light. Produced and distributed by the Sound Off Media Company. I'm Debbie Travis. And I'm Tommy Smythe. And this is Trust Me, I'm a Decorator. We're now podcasters. And why did we call it that? Well, you know us as decorators, but we've got lots more to share. We want to talk about travel and relationships. We're going to have amazing guests on. Guests who inspire us for sure. We'll probably talk about design too. And of course, Tommy, don't forget about food. Oh my gosh, how did I forget about food? So please follow or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or as they say, wherever you get your podcast. And we'll pop right up when we have a new episode. Wish us luck.